my friend. Welcome back to the Funny Thing About Parenting podcast. I'm TJ, along with swallowed up in a blanket, Melissa. Hi, it's cold. We're in the basement again, and this is what happens in Minnesota. The basement gets a a little chilly, Mm -hmm. but I love it down here. Fun fact, I grew up and my bedroom was downstairs in our house, and it was perfect because in the winter... It, let's see, what does heat do? Heat rises. It never got too hot, I guess is what I'm saying. Like overall, it never got, and in the summers, it was kind of cool. Which I'd rather be cold and have to like warm up with blankets than be hot and miserable and like not able to cool down. And that's why the basement is the perfect podcast location for our studio (laughs) as well. (laughs) Our studio. Yeah. (laughs) So I hope you're doing great uh, wherever you're listening from today. You are probably a parent and you are probably tired on some level, Hmm. but maybe we're catching at a good time of day. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are doing the laundry. Or on a walk. Is doing the laundry like a completely stereotypical parenting thing? Hey parent, you're probably doing the laundry right now. Yeah. Well... (laughs) I guess we we have four kids, so I feel like we are always doing some kind of laundry. Or there's, if we're not doing laundry, there's piles of clothes reminding us everywhere that you should probably do laundry. (laughs) It's insane. How are we supposed to keep up with laundry? Fun fact: Yesterday we had we had a new dryer delivered, Hmm. and they we thought they were going to install it. Maybe they didn't install it. But I was at work, and Melissa, you were doing the laundry, and I came home, and I walked the laundry. (laughs) <laughs> is in the mud room on the main floor. So I walked through the garage into the mud room where the laundry was. The dryer was running and it felt like I was in <laughs> the tropical parts of the Caribbean or something. Yeah. Like it it felt like it was 90 degrees and humid. Yeah, kind of like misty almost. Like, it was crazy. I was like, was what humid. is, I was like, this new dryer is terrible. Like- <laughs> it's terrible. It, is this really what, it, it, we're just going to live with this? It's going to heat the whole house up and it, yeah. It felt so like wet in there. Just the air was so humid. So yeah. anyway, I come to finally realize that the vent hose that goes out of the dryer and is supposed to connect to the the vent in the wall that pushes all the hot air outside, mm-hmm. that was not connected. So we basically had a freestanding dryer yeah. in the mudroom. Oops. And all of that air coming out of the dryer was going into our house. It did. Along with it the dust dried and wind. some clothes. It, it did actually dry. <laughs> uh, uh, unbelievable. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we don't know how to connect it. <laughs> well, we do. We just need. They were. This is the thing. They were supposed to do it. They're it, gonna. They're gonna yeah. come and finish the. It just didn't get attached correctly. Right. I could run. I could run to the store and get the materials but got it but who's, yeah, who's time now, for that we got we basketball might, practice every night how am i supposed to get there our our predicament is now if we're going to wait for them to come back because they have to deliver the washer that's right that would be in a like four days so do we go four days without a dryer and can we survive that and will our grandparents and great-grandparents think we're crazy for asking yeah. that question and i think we could survive this except we have some children who sometimes have um bedwetting accidents so if that happens then we're in trouble i think we just ride the tide then we're in trouble if you if you wet your bed you just <laughs> it'll dry and you just sleep in it the next night yeah four nights in a row we might need to do that um 
before we get to today's topic, I wanted to read a quick review that uh, somebody was calling out. There's There was an episode a while back that was titled something about significant moments. Oh, yeah. You remember that one? I do. I think it had to do with the the small moments or the unplanned moments in life being the actually mm-hmm. significant yes. moments. That was where you, you were wise old TJ. Wise old TJ. Yeah, it was very, very good. Uh, but this person says that they wanted to share theirs. So I thought this was kind of cool. We would mm. read it. Um, and they say, I look back and think about all the times my daughter needed to sleep on my chest or else she wouldn't sleep. And it makes me smile. But when it was happening, I was so tired. And a lot of young parents can probably relate to that right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, they hear all the time, like, cherish it, cherish it. But it's hard. You're tired. It's like, I need reprieve. But anyways, they go on to say it was... For the first t- uh, first four months of her life, and I was dealing with postpartum everything, I was so sleep deprived and so exhausted in every kind of way, yet this tiny, tiny human needed my chest to sleep comfortably. And I reminisce about those days and miss them now. She doesn't sleep on my chest anymore, and I never realized one day that will end. Mm-hmm. Little did I know those moments would mean so much to me, yet at the time they were just everyday moments. I loved that episode very much. Thank you for sharing this on the podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice little reminder. So special. That is a good reminder. You know what I'll add to that too? I think what I've noticed is that the significant moments sometimes only last 30 seconds or two minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. So it's it's not about like hyping yourself up to like, okay, for the next three hours, I'm going to cherish mm-hmm. every minute with these kids. Right. I actually don't think that's the answer. I think the answer is uh, recognizing like, oh, this is, I'll look back on this moment here and I'll, I'll cherish it. And it's really like a one minute, mm-hmm. a one minute moment. Right. And that's okay. I think that's, that is totally okay. And I think you have to remember um, every season of parenting is, has its own kind of craziness and it's okay not to look back on like a whole season and be like oh that was so special I cherish that like you don't have to seize the day you don't have to seize the year you just have to seize the moments well said and with that we seized some moments this this last week so Melissa do you know what we're talking about today no idea (laughs) no idea as always it's just driving me nuts right now gotta check something with my microphone here I can't ever tell like if I'm speaking into the the right side of the microphone but uh, so what I, the, the overall topic that you actually brought this up last week and I want to dig into it briefly because I love all things birth order. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about how firstborns and youngest children are so different yet so similar. Mm, yes. And you mentioned this last week and I was like, that is interesting. We should, we should talk about that because even last week to kind of set the stage, it was, like if, if in Minnesota, again, you're like, you're always looking at the forecast because you fear next week is going to be the week we fall below freezing mm-hmm. in the fall. It's like, yeah. when is the last nice day we're going to have? And it was last a Monday morning, we were bringing the kids out to the bus stop and it was the forecast for the day was 70 and sunny. And then for Tuesday, the forecast was 70 and sunny. Mm-hmm. And then starting on Wednesday, it was dipping down to like the 50s. Yeah. And by the way, what's up with that? Where where are the 60s in this? Yeah, that's How about our, a, our favorite is the 60s. We need some transitional periods here. <laughs> but I looked at the forecast and I was about to head into work. And I was like, I need to like enjoy 
these next two days. And I kind of want, I've wanted to do that anyway. I love the the month of October and I decided, you know what, I'm going to take today and tomorrow off. And then I already, the funny thing is I already planned Wednesday through Friday off because it was MEA in Minnesota, Minnesota thing, which which, which means no school basically. (laughs) It's kind of like a fall break in Minnesota and the kids would be home. But Winnie, our two-year-old, who is the only child of our four who are not, who's not in elementary you and Winnie hang out every day. Mm-hmm. You guys have a blast. What do you even do? We just hang out. We usually max out our mornings and just like, well, again, the weather is, I'm like dreading when it gets cold because we've been going on walks, going to the park, then we come home, eat lunch, and she naps. That's and then lovely. You lifted, yeah. So I wanted to take part in that. And so when we were at the bus stop, I just decided, you know what? I think I can swing at this. I think I can take today and tomorrow off. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be a stay-at-home dad for a couple of days, so I ended up getting a little bit of work done. Then I took the next two days off, mm-hmm. and what we did was you and I took Winnie to the park. Yeah, which doesn't seem significant, <laughs> um, but it kind of is. Uh, and then on Tuesday we did the same thing. We took her to the park. Excuse me. And then we took her to the local airport because she loves airplanes. She loves airplanes. And we, so we watched airplanes take off and we stopped and got some donuts on the way from the gas station and we just lived it up. So for two days, it was me and you, two parents hanging out with one child. That's amazing. Which I can't remember the last time that we've really done that. Never. Have we ever? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It reminded me of when we had our firstborn. Right. Who was, when he... You know, before Tenley was born, it was just me, you, and Teddy. Yeah. And when Teddy was, you know, one and a half or even two, before Tenley was born, we would go out and just, like, mm-hmm. it was the three of us. And then when Tenley came along and Maisie came along, it wasn't, Yeah. it was like, we split up a lot. Yep. And that's what it's been like for years. And now Teddy's nine years old. So we've been parents for nine and a half years. And then this last Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. me and you spent great quality time with Winnie. Yes. And it rem- anyway, I'm, go- I'm going in circles now, but it just reminded <laughs> me so much of when we were first parents and it was special and it was so nice to just spend that time with her and mm-hmm. then the rest of the kids were home the rest of the week. And then you made that comment, firstborns and youngest children are so different yet so similar. Right. And even that experience last week, we almost were treating our youngest like she was the firstborn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, which I think is not all that crazy for youngest, because if you think about it, depending on the age gaps of your kids, there are going to be seasons of life when the older kids are a little bit older and you have more one on one time with the youngest, which the middle rarely ever got. Um, so it's so uh, yeah. true. And uh, you were you posted some videos recently, and I, I've just noticed a lot of people comment here and there that are like why is my youngest like the firstborn or like I see comments like that and like that's what made me think I'm like I feel like they can be seen as polar opposites it's like the youngest is the needy one and the oldest you know is the responsible one who takes care of the need (laughs) the needed ones right but I think um they have some they almost have, in my experience with our firstborn and youngest, it's almost like they have the same like dark sides sometimes. Let's like, unpack those. Start with <laughs> one. What's what was what's one dark side that they share? Oh, um, Let, let's get the, into stereotyping I would say here. 
um, the need just like being particular, which I guess could be stubborn or just like needing something a certain way and being upset when it's not a certain way, which I guess is like could be any kid. <laughs> but <laughs> of course it's going to be any But kid. like our firstborn, you know, he's all about his routine and um yeah, things matter, you know, how things are done really matter. Right. Yeah, he's very he is very particular. He likes mm-hmm. things a certain which is interesting because when you think of firstborns on one hand, they're really they they they're really good and po- not all this is not a cover all every child is different mm-hmm. obviously but they're really good at taking the cards that have been dealt to them and like oh this is what's for dinner i'm gonna do the right thing and eat whatever mm-hmm. is served here however from a parenting perspective when it's just you and your firstborn you know number one you're trying to establish like this is what's for dinner and you put that in front of them you're not gonna be a short order cook and <laughs> you're gonna just stick to it but also, it's your firstborn, so you're going to like do whatever you can to make him happy or her happy because it's your first. Mm-hmm. And you do that with your youngest, too, because you've kind of given up. You're too tired yeah. to fight the battles. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, I don't care. You want fruit snacks at nine in the morning? Fine. <laughs> we wouldn't have done that with our firstborn, but right. um, maybe they're just particular in their own ways. But yeah, even like a plan, like, okay, we're going to do this tomorrow. And if that plan changes, I feel like it affects our firstborn and youngest the most. Like they aren't as easily able to go with the flow. That's very true. And that's so very true. The dark side is like they kind of. They're not flexible. Are very reactive in those moments. Mm-hmm. So they have similarities in that way. Yeah. But, and the, diff- yeah. the differences there might be the firstborn when pl- making the plans the firstborn is like open to different ideas and it might be the more harmonious one. Mm-hmm. Like what does everybody want to do or what, you know? Right. But then once you make that decision and put it on the calendar per se. Yeah. That matters to them. That matters with the youngest. <laughs> they are in charge of whatever the plan is. Yeah. They, they <laughs> so yeah, they both have cannot, leadership qualities. Absolutely. Right. And middle children do not. No. Have any. (laughs) (laughs) They do in a different way. They like bring together people in a different way. They're all motivated by different things. It's like the the firstborn's motivated by the need to like be good and responsible. And um, the youngest is motivated by power. Power. Yeah. (laughs) So sometimes those can look very similar. Similar. Depending on the situation. <laughs> Would we really say that? The I youngest is motivated I, by power. I, oh, gosh. I, our, our, young, our third born, who she, we call one of our... She's having a week, right? Oh, she is I mean, dominating us right now. Like full-fledged body slams every day. She is, she's trying to exercise her dominance over our lives. She, I told her the other night, I was like, you have a fire in your belly like inside of you you have this like glowing flaming fire and (laughs) you can use it for good you can be a leader you can like make the world a better place and or you can like use the fire for bad you can burn the world down (laughs) you can burn (laughs) and you're burning us lately girl no i didn't say all that but like that's what i was thinking about (laughs) she's something else she really is but yeah a youngest 
a youngest child has, I, we've talked about the conviction of a youngest child. Mm-hmm. They know what they want. And, you know, in some ways, they, they, there's, the cards are stacked against them. They've got totally. older siblings. They're, the, they're lower on the totem pole. So, yeah, they're going to power grab a little bit and try yeah. to push you. And it might work because you're just a little bit more relaxed as a parent when that one comes along. Mm-hmm. You've already been, you've, you've done the thing a couple times and you're like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> just do whatever. And you give yeah. in, you give in more with your younger children. I would say like some, my part of my struggle is it's not, sometimes it is because I'm much more relaxed and tired and I just kind of have given up. But also as I become older as a parent, I feel like I like value their say more and I'm like learning different techniques of how to like build good communication with them. And so like part of it is like, I want to value their voice and hear what they have to say. (laughs) And so I'm like trying to work with them more, more so than I ever did with Teddy when he was younger. It was like black or white. So then sometimes that's a good thing. And then you accidentally... But then I get into... At times, you accidentally give them too much of a platform right. <laughs> unintentionally, or they perceive it that way, and then they Which try to fine. walk, they can walk all over you. Yeah. yeah, they start to drive the decisions instead of... Right, so it's constantly reminding yeah, it's, them like what the boundaries are, right. where their decision rights begin and end. <laughs> and sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. We can have so many logical conversations with their youngest, and she'll... She'll get it, and then at other times, you'll think she's listening, but then she'll just shout back at you like she hates you. Yeah, Um, We know she doesn't hate us, but she's got aggression, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you see similarities between the firstborn and youngest? Um, (laughs) not, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. I think I see more similar, I get what you're saying, I see more similarities in... Uh, parenting styles in some way i i don't know it's tricky it's tricky for me to like build direct correlations but i guess like the the experience that we had last week when you have your first kid it's you're all in with that kid yeah and then the uh, the more kids that pile up you're you're just your your attention is divided but then when you have your last child this is our experience when you have your last child and you you know that this is your last child Mm-hmm. We think it's our last child. It's our last child, right? It's our last child. <laughs> um, my, I've I've wanted to go back to, um, like kind of like what it was like when we just had our first child in a way mm-hmm. to like, all right, I'm trying to soak this up. So for instance, I'm going to take a couple of days off, and me and you, we're just going to spend good quality time mm-hmm. with the one. Um, so I don't know if I can give any coherent answer to your question i don't know yeah but and then the middle children they're the where unicorns. are where are they they're in the this? unicorns they they're unicorns and chameleons they get changed by the day and they're their own kind of person and we it, as is every kid. we what we should do is we should we should set up some uh two on one time with our middle child yeah at some point because she would just eat it up. Because the rare times that we have one-on-one time with her, she's like the coolest, best version of her human self that I ever yeah, she loves even it. imagined. Like she's just 
amazing to she's just so fun to hang out with when it's one-on-one yeah i mean always but it's like a special kind yeah she time. she kind of yeah she she lightens up a whole lot Mm-mm. i don't know she's but always, yeah do we ever have two-on-one no time with her? no and we don't we're too swamped <sighs> but we should yeah we should do that so that that'll be a, we'll put that on the to-do list but mm-hmm. what's been really cool since we started this podcast and then uh with my videos on birth order uh people often tell me like hey tj you really like channel the energy of a middle child what are you a middle child and i'm like yep i am and they're like oh okay that's why (laughs) Uh, but then i'll hear like hey i used to like think my middle child was insane yeah and ever since listening to the podcast or watching your videos you've helped me like chill out a little bit and appreciate <laughs> yeah and it's like middle. the coolest thing to hear because i think that's what your middle children need right. is don't like look at them with the same lens as mm-hmm. your other kids you know yeah uh so that's been kind of cool to hear but middle middle back to the leader thing middle children are great leaders just Absolutely. in different different ways Mm-hmm. In fact, sign me up. If you're a middle child and you want to lead me, sign me up. <laughs> take take me wherever you want to I go. Actually, like, take me to the candy store first, though. I wanted to look up um, to see if there's any stats out there of like how many times a president has been the youngest child or how many times a you know president what? has been this the firstborn. Okay. I've looked. I've done that. Oh. I've looked it up. But it was months ago and I don't remember anything. Okay. <laughs> but we... I'm excited about because we should fully look at that. Yeah. And it, back in those days, man, like people, it wasn't, it wasn't uncommon for people to have like 12 siblings. Right. So I wonder. That's true. Just they didn't, couldn't stop having kids at, yeah. sometimes. And that's not the only, I mean, politics. Who, who is most likely. kind of leader. <laughs> which child is most likely to become president? Yeah. I was, I'm just curious about what that. What do you think? I, I, my gut reaction was actually youngest. Why? I don't know. I'll wait. <laughs> I, I don't know. Firstborns are more people pleasing. So and maybe that would be a good president. But I feel like youngest have like the fire to like do what it takes to, to become president. The fire. The fire. And the like, energy. Because it, it, I feel like it's probably very taxing and... There's like a different level of fire that you need to get. I don't know. Would be, I don't know where, again, as a middle child, I don't know where to place middle children in this. I would say a firstborn could become a president because they're going to, um, they want to make things right. Right. Yeah. We're, we're going to make things right. We want to do the right thing. We want to be a better society. A youngest child wants to be president because they've got strong conviction and they want justice to be served and they want... Mm-hmm. So they want things to be right, but like in more of a, uh, I don't know how to put it, but they've just got the fire mm-hmm. in like the, let's go. Um, or they want power, one of the yeah. two. And then middle children, where do you put middle children? I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. They just want everyone to get along. They want a good, a fun place to live. A middle, a middle child would be like, <laughs> I want to be president because I feel like the White House would be sweet to live in for four <laughs> years. Yeah. It's like the... Um, Makes me think of what was that movie? Blank check. I don't know. Blank check. 
<laughs> Why does it make you think I, of that? I don't know. I just think of this guy, this kid who just like bought everything so he could just have <laughs> didn't fun. Didn't he like live in a mansion yes. or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, he, I, was I can't remember what I think that he was visual a, came to my mind. I want to say he was a younger sibling. Yeah. I think he had an older sibling. And then only children. I'm not going to forget about the only children. Oh, yeah. Only children. <laughs> they, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't I don't know where to put them. I get asked all the time about only children. Right? My response is I just don't know. I don't I don't know what the dynamics of the I think an old an only is kind of like a youngest and oldest mm-hmm. mixed. Yeah. In different ways. Yep. Very responsible. Um I don't know. I don't know where else to go from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, that's that's it for today. Oh, okay. Simple. Simple. Just wanted to keep it simple like a firstborn. Some born. musings. And, and P.S. Happy belated National Firstborn <laughs> Child Day. Mm-hmm. To all of you who are firstborns, last week we celebrated and you were honored. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you had a great day. Middle Child Day was in August. Mm-hmm. Oldest child day was in October. Youngest child day doesn't exist. As far as we know, it doesn't exist because it's, you know, the unspoken. Every day every is youngest day. child day. That's yeah. why. Yep. My thought was this. Here's a little insider. I was thinking about this this morning. Hmm. What if I declare a certain day to be youngest child day? And then I. Oh, can you do that? Can you like rally actually. the troops. Can't you like make a day somehow? Sure. Probably. Or I can just say it's the day. I don't even need to go through the process. I'm no, just, you should go through the process. Uh, okay. No, we don't need to get bogged down by process. Let's just make it happen. And then, because nobody was looking up like, oh, is it really National Oldest Child? No, people just <laughs> go with it. You just make stuff up. But I was thinking, oh would goodness. this be too harsh if the whole bit with uh, National Youngest Child Day was going forward, we are declaring December 25th to be... <laughs> National Youngest Child Day. In the morning, under the Christmas tree, there will be presents only for a youngest child. But then I yeah, that's then that's I felt bad. Way too harsh. Okay, and fine. Way too um, uh, I don't know the words. <laughs> I just like I, the the thought of a youngest child oh. taking over Christmas. <laughs> Uh, made me made me giggle, but I was like, I, "That's pretty savage. That's not." Uh, I love Christmas. Jesus has been born, and we're not. We can't mess with that. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> don't. We're don't not going to do it. that. We're yeah. not going to do that. Yes, not yeah, going to do that. No. But you know, good idea. Good idea. Keep, we'll try brainstorming. Yep. Sounds great. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to the funny thing about parenting, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>